Hi, and welcome back to Speaking Ancient Geek. I'm your host, Eric Gregg. I'm here with my co-host, Anthony Alima and Brian Eckley. And tonight, we are discussing the Big Bang Theory. All of it. Every bit of it. Um, from start to finish. This is going to be about a seven-hour podcast, so buckle up, listeners. <laughs> uh, we're going to break down every episode as we watch it. This will last weeks. Um, no, we're just going to discuss our favorite moments and whatnot. Um, but, like, I don't know. I... I mean, we've all, the three of us have talked about this show before, but the more and more I watch this, especially now where it's available on streaming, because back in the day it wasn't. Um, you could catch the reruns on TBS and things like that, but it's become a lot more available now that it's on Max. And I've rewatched it multiple times since it got dropped on there. And almost every time I watch it, it seems to kind of move up my list of sitcoms on how good it is. And I don't know if it's just because I'm becoming nerdier or or what it is that, that plays the part in it, but I feel like the show has aged extremely well. I don't feel like it's lost that charm of um, kind of that geek culture and, and that nerdy aspect that, that I've, that's really what draws the three of us to it. Um, what are some of, let's start with, uh, as somebody who's in education, we're supposed to start with positives. Um, I don't think any of us, I don't know about y'all. I don't think this show is a 10 out of 10. I think it has its problems at times. Um, it's not a 10 out of 10 show for me, but I think it's a phenomenal show, but let's start with positives. Like what are some of y'all's favorite moments from the show? Uh, can be anything that just like stands out to you. That's a big moment that you love every single time you watch it. The first thing that comes to my mind is the episode when, um, Howard Leonard and Raj go camping to watch some meteor shower and they accidentally get high. Yes, that is a good one. <laughs> that's that's probably the funniest episode in the entire show as far as I'm concerned. Um there was one earlier and I'm trying to think back. I was sitting around thinking today about us still uh recording this tonight and I was like this moment to me cracks me up every single time. And I can't remember for the life of me, which probably because there's so many of them, but I like can't, I can't think of what, what moment it was, but I'm like this, this moment, there's so many, I don't okay, want to, I'll give you, I'll give okay. you a minute and I'll just name mine real quick. Yeah, there you go. Mine is, it's my favorite because every time I see it, it's like, oh my God, like she single-handedly destroyed the cast. <laughs> it's when, um, they start talking about uh, Indiana Jones, and Sheldon yes. is left speechless. Like he just stares off, like into the camera. But he's like, "Hold on!" And I, I seriously, every time I see that scene, you just can't get over his face. Of she just ruined one of his favorite movies ever made. When when Amy points out that Indiana Jones was completely, if you take him out, yeah, if you take him out of the movie, the movie says the. The movie doesn't stay the same, but the end result of them opening the arc and their faces melting off is the exact same end result if you remove Indiana Jones from the equation. Literally, yeah, that could have been a movie without him in there. It just edit. Oh, I have to go back to that. And then uh, I, I literally just finished a run through. And one of my favorite things about this show, is that I agree with you, it's not a ten out of ten show. It's no. got something wrong. It's got stuff wrong with it. But one thing I will say about this show more than. I, my favorite show ever is The Office. I, I love it completely. But the thing about Big Bang Theory, it's they literally, the 
chose the right cast for every single thing. And not that most shows don't, but the character development and how everyone literally just becomes a big family member. And you don't hate one of those family members. It literally stays there where it's like, I can't do the show without them anymore. You'll start over and you're like, I can't wait till I see Amy. I can't wait to see Bernadette. Like, it's an amazing show that get just very well written to keep their characters alive. And I have, I, I always, my, my thing that I say with this show is as I, I, I love the premise from the start, the, the, the hot girl moves in next door. The nerdy guy has a crush on her. Like it's a good premise right from the opening. It's a, it's a popular premise, but it's a good premise right from the opening. I think the smartest thing that the show ever did was bringing in Amy and Bernadette and yeah. adding that to the dynamic of the four boys with Penny and, and adding the right in the other females. Yeah. yeah. And um, I love too. like, I, I, I've always noticed, uh, I think it's in season one or season two. I cannot remember which one where they make the joke about, they say something along the lines of like, yeah, we're just going to start hanging out with TV's blossom. And <laughs> then they get TV's blossom to literally be a main character on the show later on. I don't know if the quote was because they had that planned or if it just happened to work out that way or what went about it. But I always love that stands out. One thing that stands out to me too, is just like the jokes are so well-timed. Like even with like, I don't want to say one-liners, but like almost like one-liners where like, it's just like the, the delivery of the joke is so perfect by the cast. It's what makes the humor so good with the show. Um, I will say, I don't know that it's a good show if you don't have some sort of like geek culture within your life. Like, I think you need to understand, I don't think you need to understand like all the references. Cause like, I, I've never seen much of Star Trek, so I don't understand a lot of their Star Trek references, but I have enough like geek culture within my life to understand the references to Star Trek that they're making and to understand why that reference may be funny or emotional or whatever it happens to be that they're making that reference for. Oh, yeah. um, but I, I don't, I, I don't understand them. That. Yeah. I, but I, I think if you don't have some sort of like that aspect in your life, if you just don't like anything nerdy, geeky, whatever, I don't know if the show is for you. Um, because I don't think that humor all the time is going to resonate there. Um, it just generally wouldn't speak to you. I would think. Right, yeah, and I think that's what I mean here. It's not it, it's not a knock on the show. It's just or even really a knock on the humor per se, but just Right. It's just not for you. Like it's just you're not it's not a show that you're going to enjoy or relate to if you yeah. don't enjoy um those kind of references, that kind of that kind of pop culture and things like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it just can be hard to watch and you're just like yeah. I, I don't get the humor. Um the thing the thing that I love most about this show is the character development. Yes. I think they do a really fantastic job of developing each of these characters and in such a way where it's really worth the long haul. It's a long show. And I think that it's a, it's a long show because they develop the characters so well and it makes it, it makes it all worth it. You know, watch rewatching some of these earlier seasons. I I've watched seasons eight through 12 so many times rewatching some of the earlier seasons. I was just like, Man, I fucking hate Howard in the early seasons. Oh, he's <laughs> he's a terrible human being. <laughs> so freaking terrible. And like I also I also hate uh, drunk Raj in the early seasons too, but like Howard's the worst of yeah. them by far. 
And but like he gets so much better. Like I, I actually forgot how much I hated him. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing with Howard too is is they did a great job of like when you start out season one and you've got Leonard who seems like the nerdy sweet boy. You've got Sheldon who's the guy that could care less about anybody in the world. Raj is emotionally unstable. That doesn't change much. Raj is emotionally unstable. And then Howard is this sexist pig, really, is what he is. I mean, it's just the yeah. best way to put it. And when you watch, like, each of them grow, but Howard is the only one in the span of the 12 seasons that goes through all of it. He gets a girlfriend. He gets engaged. He gets married. He has kids. His character goes from this terrible, like you said, terrible sexist human being to literally the only one of them we see on screen. Obviously, Penny's pregnant at the end. But the only one that we get to see on screen that's a father and a family man and has this relationship that's sound and strong, maybe because he's scared of Bernadette, but it's sound <laughs> and strong and he and it works and he he's not that terrible human being anymore with that with that growth as a person through the relationship with Bernadette. And I think that it's I, I, I honestly I think Sheldon has the best character growth in the entire show, but I think I put Howard right behind him just because of like you said, he goes from least favorite of the main characters in season one to somebody you just genuinely love by the end of the show. Yeah. Um and I think that's one that's the, in part fantastic writing. One of the moments, like one of the more emotional moments that sticks out to me is when Bernadette after Bernadette finds out just how much of a sexist pig he used to be right all, it's one of my favorite all the sex plays that he had and he like gives that speech about how he understands if she doesn't want to be with him anymore but he's a better man because of yes. her wonderful and then P Penny's response always cracks me up but yeah <laughs> um yeah but that's that's one of my favorite scenes in the show is when he goes and knocks on the door and you get to see it's almost like them showing us the audience like that's the change that's been made yes he was a terrible human being but now he's not and part of the reason and again it goes back to me saying i think part of the smartest thing that they did was bringing in these other these are the characters because if you don't bring in bernadette he probably stays a sexist pig the entire show and i don't think that works i think if you get 12 seasons of sexist pig howard you literally will hate him with a you, burning you won't, you won't, get, you yeah. won't get 12 seasons of the show right probably. he would be yeah he would be a like a villain of the show if you had to go through 12 seasons of that i can suffer through season one and two howard because i know what's coming i can be like okay he's terrible it's irritating but at least i know that this character is going to be really good this character is going to grow into something strong sheldon does the same thing he grows from you know, and, and Sheldon's Sheldon at the end still. He doesn't change completely. I mean, even even the series finale is set in a way that Sheldon, they all want to leave because he's being such an ass. Um, but the difference between season one Sheldon and season 12 Sheldon is Sheldon realizes that he's being such an ass. And then w with help from Amy. But he realizes that he's being such an ass and he makes up for it in Sheldon's way of making up for it, where season one Sheldon isn't going to do that. Season one Sheldon's just going to continue being an ass. And really, I think that that's part of the brilliance of how well they develop these characters 
there was never a step where you thought this doesn't make sense, right? Like it would have, I don't think it would have made sense if Sheldon at the end of it had ended up being like a completely capable of, of socializing and all. Right. right? That's not him. And it, I, in a similar vein, looking at Raj, I, I think it was the right call to make it so that he didn't end up with a partner at the end of the show, because from where he started, he had the longest, as far as romance was concerned, yes. he had the longest to go. And, yeah. and I think for him, the more important thing was like learning to love himself rather than like trying to find a partner. Right. So I, like, I think that that's something where perhaps a lot of fans would look at it and go, oh, well, it's such a shame that he didn't have a partner at the end of the show. I think that was the right call. I do too. I, I agree with you. I mean, you know, you look at, I mean, you look at season one, obviously Raj has to drink to talk around women. He's terrible around them. He can't, he's the most socially awkward person around females in the entire group. Sheldon's socially awkward to begin with, but he's not really socially awkward in terms of, there's no difference between Sheldon talking to a male and Sheldon talking to a female. He's just socially awkward to begin with. Raj cannot, he's just socially inept when it comes to that female. And then you get to see him grow to the point to where we get, I think it's at the end of season six where we get to see him not need the alcohol anymore to talk to women. And then he gets to grow even more that to where he starts to have these better relationships. He has the relationship at the end of the series that is obviously broken off because uh, she's moving, um, you know, overseas and he doesn't, he doesn't want to up and leave where he's at, which is a big step for him too, because it showed that he wasn't just going to chase any woman that would be in a relationship with him. Exactly. He wasn't willing to leave just to be in a relationship. And that was a big step for him. Um, so here's the question I'll pose to you guys because I was going to pose. Well, Anthony, I'll put, are you okay with how Raj, his story? Because I was going to ask that. Are we, you know, how do you feel about Raj not ending up? You know, he gets up single at the end of it. Me and Brian obviously okay with it. What are your thoughts on that, Anthony? Honestly, I feel the exact same way. I, there isn't really much there for me with Raj. I think, uh, honestly, when the way the show was like directing, it's really, I, I love every character and I'm always going to love every character, but I really need to see this growth from Sheldon. And it was just amazing to see, like, I I agree with you guys fully hundred percent when it comes to Raj. Okay. So here's the question I'll ask about Raj. Cause I I think it's just a fun question. If he was going to end up with someone that he was with on the show, who do you wish that it was? Who would you pick for it to be the long-term relationship? If he was to end up with one, for like marriage, which person would you pick? Oh, I can't remember her name. Was that weird one? Oh, right. The weird one. You're probably thinking second Emily. Yeah, yeah. The Wait, one that there was the first that. Emily. <laughs> yeah, remember the the first the the one that was uh, that spoke with sign language. Yeah, her name not, was Emily. Not blonde Emily. Second Emily. Redhead Emily. Yeah. Weren't they okay. both redheads? Which made it even more confusing. <laughs> oh no no no! I'm thinking of Lucy. Lucy. Oh no! I did not like Lucy at all. I I don't Lu- know why. I Lucy's just, the I shy really, one, right? Yeah, Lucy's yeah. the shy one. I did not I like really, Lucy at all. Well, that's the thing about the show. It's the character development. I would have loved to see Lucy just become one with herself with them. You know, I just maybe I, that I can see that. Yeah, Emily's still my choice. Redhead Emily 
is still my choice. That was my favorite of the people that that he dated. Uh, um, was it was that the the longest relationship he had? Yes, yeah, that was the lengthiest because she was in it for quite a. She was in the show for almost an entire season, really. It looked for a while like she was going to be the one for him. Yeah, yeah, they were they were together for a good while. Yeah, uh, which maybe was, that's what leads me to to choose her is that I got to see more of a relationship develop out of that than most of the other girls that he was with. I'm sure that is a factor in it. I, I would think that's a factor for me as well. Yeah. Um, to me, I it's Lucy, Emily, and Claire. That like that's really what Claire I. Claire was Claire was the one that he went back and forth between her and Emily for a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, like he went back and forth with you. He had broken up with Emily, but then she wanted to kind of get back together. But then he wanted to get with Claire, and he kind of just bounced back and forth, and then he, and then lost both of them because it's Raj. Um. So, do we want to do we want to discuss just more general stuff, or do we want to jump into? I do have I do have another thing to to say here. Okay. Um, another thing that I, I really wanted to talk about. I I. I want to make sure this is clear. I like the Stuart character and it's because I like the Stuart character that I don't like what they did with him through most of the show. What do you mean? I really like, I really like beginning Stuart when they first introduce him. And I really like where they ended up taking him at the end of the show, all the stuff in between where they made him so ridiculously sad and pathetic. I did not like that. And I don't like it because of where he started at the beginning. When, when he is first introduced, he is a business owner. He's a talented artist. He has artwork in a show that he takes Penny on a date to see. Yeah. Like, yeah. He should have been a much more secure character. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, just based off what you said right there, like not even like the art show, but the fact that, he got a date with Penny, who, in terms of the didn't. show, who didn't was, get a date with Penny. He did get a date with Penny. I know so who didn't though. Well, Raj, Howard, and Sheldon. Raj woke up in the same bed with Penny. That's not a date. That That's wasn't a date. Thing. That was a okay. mistake. Uh, <laughs> and then Howard hooked up with Penny on World of Warcraft. Yeah, but she didn't know it was Howard. For two seconds. <laughs> and then she snapped out of it. <laughs> I am just saying, like, not a World of Warcraft, not a drunken mistake. He literally asked Penny out, and she found him attractive enough and successful enough to say yes. And, like, like even if you, even if you did accept those instances with Raj and Howard, Stuart did it in a way where it was charming. <laughs> Right, and it was it was an actual, like, out on a date, and I it either was going to have a second one or had a second one. I can't remember. It, but it, it was, did. They because the first date, um, he got dragged into a de- like comic book debate with Sheldon, and it didn't go anywhere from there. It was after that right. that they had the makeout session where she accidentally called him Leonard. So right. there, there was at least a second date, if not some other date. I think it was only two dates. Right. Now, now but, I think of this. But enough to where, like, there obviously he had to have some sort of redeeming qualities to get what at the time was most definitely the most attractive female on the show, and arguably throughout the entire show was the most attractive female on the show. And Stort was able to charm her enough to get a date. 
which means that he wasn't sad and pathetic um, to the extent that he ends up being later in the mid seasons of the show. Um, obviously, about Missy though. Once he, well, <laughs> Missy's not main character. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, I think uh, Brian. I don't know if you'd agree with this. You said towards the end of the show, you like we did. I think they definitely perk his character up more when he gets with Denise. Yeah, uh, and he jumps into that relationship. That that sad patheticness kind of goes away once he gets in that relationship with Denise, who I love. It's one of my favorite side characters uh, as well. Um, I love the scene when Sheldon goes in the comic book store and he doesn't like that she's running it. He, he's upset that Stort's not there. Um, and then she just absolutely like blows his mind with information about the yeah. comic books, and and uh, it's just one of my favorite scenes there. Um. I generally I, love the Denise character. Yeah, yeah. She's one of my favorite that they add in in a, a much later season. I mean, I think she comes in um, pretty late into the show. Yeah, they they introduce her in the same season, I believe, in the same season when Sheldon and Amy end with, like, the season that ends with Sheldon and Amy's marriage. Which is 11, I think. So I, I think I believe that's right, yeah. Yeah, I think it's right at the end. I mean, they she's she's not in... She's not around for a super long time, but she's around long enough to leave an impression to where you're like, okay, that was a that was a great addition towards the end of the show, that that helped things along. Um, y'all want to do bracket, yes, or trivia bracket version? Okay. Um, so for our audience, the bracket is side characters. We have left off Raj, Howard, Sheldon, and Leonard, and we've left off Bernadette, Amy, and. Penny, and that's because we just felt like we would vote them through because they are the main characters of the show. They were going to get our vote because obviously I I don't know about y'all, but I think there's not really a debate on whether Sheldon is a better character than Stort. And it's not that I don't love Stort, it's just that Sheldon is literally the main character of the show. It ends with Sheldon. So I didn't feel like it was fair putting him in a bracket where we're literally voting on which characters we'd like more. Um, and that's what this is. It's what side character we enjoy more when they're on screen. Who would we choose to have more screen time? Something along those lines. Some are easier, but I think too, as we go through this bracket, it'll give us time to discuss some side characters maybe we haven't brought up yet and maybe what they brought to the show, even if we're not pushing them through to the second round. Um, the first one I have on here um, will bring me to a little a little side side note, but it's, it's Stort versus Kevin, which is one of the guys that is trying to join with Sheldon and Amy to win the Nobel Prize. Um, oh. <laughs> and I, obviously you're rooting against them. You don't like that they're trying to take this Nobel Prize, yada, yada, yada. But I do I do enjoy the, the screen time that those characters get. Yeah, um, they, I think they, they were, add to it. They were, they were good for the purpose that they had. They, they yes. really, they, they added that element that the that was needed for the development of that story agreed i mean i'm putting stort through because i'm not ridiculous but like i i do i do like uh the aspect that they brought for the short amount of time that they were on the show it's an honorable mention yes anybody anybody <laughs> not want to put Stort through anybody stupid <laughs> um the next one is uh lucy who had a, a mention here and Leslie. Oh, Leslie Winkle. Yeah. Leslie Winkle. 
Uh, I'm going Leslie on this one. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think I have to go Leslie too. Um, Lucy, I, I've already said it. I don't. I don't love Lucy. I did not. I did not thoroughly enjoy that character. And I also, if I'm being completely honest, I didn't overly love that storyline. It's one of the ones when I'm watching the show where I'm like, I could do without this storyline. Like Lucy, I, I thought it was just mm-hmm. enough weirdness for the show. I mean, Lucy, they really needed Lucy, right? I feel like without Lucy, Raj doesn't get over his phobia exactly. of talking to women. That's And that's that's the part of the story that it progresses, obviously, so I understand the need for it. It's just personally for me, I like the end game of Lucy. I don't care much for the actual interactions with Lucy. That um, makes sense. But I do, I do like that it got us to the point where Raj doesn't have to do with the mutism and whatnot when around women. I do like the end game. Um, Zach versus Penny's dad. Ooh, yeah, this was one of my tougher ones because um, I love both characters. But I have to go, yeah. Zach. I literally I, crack up anytime he's on screen. I have a like Zach is such an interesting character because they just. They just kept bringing him back. Yes. And it felt like, oh, like sometimes it felt like, why do we need this character again? But they they had a purpose for him every single time. Uh, I I still want to go with Penny's dad on this one. I just I just feel like that character was I generally just liked that character better. Yeah, I liked both, but Zach just I don't know, like <coughs> excuse me. I don't know what it was, but I just I just love that character. Like I just I just think he cracks me up with the like over the top stupidity <laughs> i think um, the thing i think the thing that i that i enjoy the most about zach is that before zach penny's boyfriends that were not leonard were like really tall and muscular which zach right. was but they were also douchebags yes and zach wasn't yeah like zach was like genuinely a caring person yeah he was just stupid. Like he just wasn't smart. Like when he dressed up with them. For yeah. The like time. he genuinely like, and there's that, yeah, there's that episode where he's literally friends with them and does stuff with them. He does not dislike them. No. And like, it, that's one thing, like it, what Brian said, he was carrying. It's like, he doesn't give a shit if you're weird. Like you're nice to him. He's nice to you. Like, yeah. Have a good time. I love that shit about Zach. And that's why, I'm, my vote is with Zach as well. Okay, so we'll put Zach through because one of my favorite lines is it's you know it's at the end when when he they're trying to get uh, Leonard to donate um, sperm so that he can be so that they can have kids, and Zach says the line where he's like he's like just so you know you would just provide it you wouldn't get the and then he points to his wife and he goes just because I slept with your wife doesn't mean you get to sleep with mine. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> yeah. it gets me every time. <laughs> I think my favorite Zach moment was when he's the one that points out to them that their research project could be used by the military for weapons. And yes. He's just, and he's just like, are you sure you guys are smart? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, and it's just like, it's stuff like that that gets me every time with him. And it's why I love the episodes that he's in and has that recurring kind of theme. Um, so we've got, uh, for this next one, we've got Beverly and, um, George, Sheldon's brother. Uh, that's another tough one. It is. Um, I mean, I like, I I think for the interactions that there were with George, with George, um, I enjoyed more of George generally, but then I also love the end game with Beverly. 
Yes. Um, I think, I think I'm more at on it. that one. Like, I enjoyed Beverly more, but George showing his brother Sheldon love of what he was doing to protect him and make sure that he's not stressed out with family back at home made me like, oh man, this is a damn hard one. That's a good point, Anthony. I didn't oh, really, right. I got so, I got so hyper-focused on the relationship between Beverly and Leonard at the end of it. That I think probably because we, we saw more of Beverly, right? And we saw yes, how, yeah. much, how much that relationship just basically traumatized Leonard. So when you finally get that, that end game <laughs> where he's just like, you know, I, I can't deal with this anymore. I'm going to forgive you and I'm going to forgive myself. Like that was really significant, but you're right, Anthony, like that whole thing with, with George was also really significant. I think when, when I look at this one, I think obviously none of us would disagree that in terms of just character and like human being, George is more likable. Um, But I think throughout the entire show, Beverly is a better written character. And part of that is because we get to see her more. And so that's where this one comes to us. It's like, are we voting because of who's more likable or who's the better character? Because I think Beverly is the better character. Whereas I think obviously George is more likable. I hate Beverly throughout the majority of the show. I cannot stand when she is on screen. I literally have trouble watching some of the scenes because it's so hard to see just how terrible of a human being she is to Leonard. But she's supposed Um, to be that way. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I understand that. Yeah, but like, I'm I'm saying that to like add to your point that she's well written, right? Character is concerned. She did very well. Yes, yeah. I mean, the, the character, it was, and obviously, I'm not saying that I hated her because it just wasn't good. I just, and I think we were meant to dislike her. She was not one where we were meant to be like, oh, I can kind of see where she's coming from. No, we were meant to be like, oh my God, I can't believe you're doing this. Um, so are we voting for likable or are we voting for better character? I mean, one, I, of the, one of the questions that you posed before was which character do we want to see more of? Yeah, and I, that's one of the things. I want to see George more. I had to watch Young Sheldon, which is not anywhere near Big Bang Theory. To get more of George, and it was it was a little hard. <laughs> so y'all want to put George through? I'm going to. But I'm not mad if you guys choose Beverly. I, I just feel like I got to give that sympathy vote as well. I think I am going to go with George. I, I want to, I, because I, I am, I am like primarily thinking about like which character do I want to see more, and I want to see more of George. And I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not going to argue that. I'd have been fine with either one. Um, so I've got no arguments of George of George going through. So this one uh, is Barry versus Greg, which is the other half of the Nobel Peace Prize, uh, the Nobel Prize uh, winning duo that was trying to compete with Sheldon and Amy. Um, obviously, uh, we're gonna. Go, I would. I would assume we're gonna go Barry. Um, yeah, and I and again, Barry was one of those where it's like half the time he was such a dick. Mm-hmm. But like God, did I love scenes that he was in? Like I just felt like his comedy yeah, was so yeah. well his, done in the show. His character, like he didn't really have any sort of character development. His his was a very static character in contrast yes. to the other characters in the show. But he his he always had a purpose, and it was it was generally a good purpose. Right, and that, that I think that's where I'm at. It's like it's like. Not that just, not that Greg didn't have a good purpose as well, but it was just the one purpose. <laughs> right. Um, 
Next one is Miss Davis, the HR rep. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> or um, Anu, the one that Roz try almost marries at the end of the show. Miss Davis. Yeah, that's where I'm at too. I, I love the scenes that she's in. Like, I love their scenes in the HR office when she calls She them. has, like, top-notch sarcasm. She does. It's so well done. Um, I Regina absolutely... Regina King is such a great actor, isn't she? Who is it? Regina King. I don't think... Is that true? Is her name really Regina... Is that really Regina King? Yeah. I don't believe you. Oh, okay. <laughs> what else? You said she's such a great... I, I don't know that I've... Is there something I'm forgetting that she's in? She's in a lot of TV shows. Uh, a lot. The biggest one that people watch a lot of the time is Daddy Daycare. Oh my God, I've not seen she, Daddy Daycare. Oh my God, that's her in a yeah. hot minute. <laughs> Daddy, I mean that's something that I I couldn't have even begun to tell you anybody aside from the main character that was in Daddy Daycare. Oh my God, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm I, gonna. I like I like Daddy Daycare. That's a movie that Oh I, Daddy Daycare is phenomenal. I just haven't watched it in ages. Like I would not have been able to place her as in Daddy Daycare. That's one of the movies that I tend to to come back to from time to time. And like somehow I still didn't even notice that that was the same actress. <laughs> <laughs> um and I guess that's probably where I'm coming from is like I've probably seen her in plenty and just haven't recognized that it's the same the same person. Um, the next one is the Colonel Williams, the one that has them, uh, the military, you know, that has them build the, the device. Yeah. And Bert, the geologist. Oh, Ooh, Bert. I have to go Bert on this one. I love a good Bert scene. (laughs) Bert was like, Bert was like, at the end of the show, Bert was about the, what Stuart was at. Right. Like the late mid seasons. Yes. If they would have gone more seasons, I could have seen Bert coming a much becoming a much more recurring character on the show than he was obviously uh to begin with. But I just I love a good just like everything about Bert is done perfectly. The guy who plays him is a genius with the way he does it. Perfectly I love I, I love the general like that whole storyline of Sheldon hating geology. Yeah, I think that they did a really good job. You, I don't know if y'all ever saw these like behind the scenes sorts of things, but like at like a Comic Con panel uh, one year, somebody asked them why Sheldon uh, hates geology so much. This was before Young Sheldon, and they addressed that whole origin story. But they, but like at the time, they just said it's just something that is an interesting sort of character element to have because geologists are just so peaceful like they're really they're just looking at rocks right what is there to hate about geologists and so it just makes for an interesting character aspect <laughs> um yeah and, and and i'm with you like i love the little like just like the subtle jabs that that sheldon makes towards geology really for no reason at all aside from the fact that he just doesn't like geology um it's fantastic and obviously that aspect with bert um you know, plays a part in it as well. Uh, the next one is Mary Cooper, Sheldon's mom. Um, verse Mary one. Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is one of my <laughs> lower you have to say. The other one was Ramona, which is the one that gets Sheldon to realize that he wants to be with Amy right before he proposes to her. She comes on to him, she kisses him. 
Very um, important character we're putting through. Mary yes, Cooper. very, very important character. However, she's no Mary Cooper. No. Um, <laughs> uh, Ro- uh, Will Wheaton? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we weren't getting through this without Will Wheaton. Oh, man. That's a character development right there. Being an a-hole to becoming one of the friends. Um, and Raj's mom. Obviously, we're putting forth Will Wheaton here. I don't think it. Raj's mom is very, very, uh, she's only in like, I mean, she's not, she's not in much, but again, I've got, you know, 30. She's, al- she's almost entirely just on the computer screen. <laughs> yes. Um, but Will Wheaton is one of the, my favorite recurring characters in this entire show. So. I love when Sheldon <laughs> fills the tapes, of uh, the film. Yes. The movie theater and Will Wheaton is just leading a berate against him. I'm like, oh my God. Um, I love the, one of my favorite uh, episodes of the entire show is the D&D episode where he's got William Shatner and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and, <laughs> and they're all playing D&D together. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Kareem part to me kills me every time that they're going through like this entire cast of nerds and then Kareem sitting there playing D&D. Um, and then I love like when, when Leonard comes back and he's like naming all the people that were there and he's like, in some... Uh, Kareem Sopton, and she's like Kareem Abdul Jabbar, and he's like it was Kareem Sopton. <laughs> <laughs> like there might be another one. <laughs> um, Emily, who we've talked about previously, uh, versus President Siebert. Emily, Emily. Um, although I do think, especially towards the end when they start going for the Nobel Prize, uh, President Siebert has some perfectly delivered uh lines. Absolutely. Um, when they, he's on there. This might be a bit unconventional, but I think my favorite part is when Sheldon tells him that he wants to just, he wants it to be him and Amy and, and to leave out the, the Fermi lab uh, guys. And he just, just is like, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's just that whole interaction of like, when do we have a gym? Like, oh, where is that? I'll show you. <laughs> There's, um, there's the one where he, he asked Leonard to choose where to like who to give the money to. And and I think that's what it is. And you know, obviously everybody finds out and is trying to bribe Leonard and everything. And he goes to President Siebert's office and he's like, he's like, I just don't know what to do. He goes, What would you do if you were in this situation? And he goes, Find some poor sap to do it for me. Have yeah. <laughs> him take all the blame. Yeah, and then Leonard's really and like, oh. Um, I also I, the other part about that episode I like is when Penny gets really hot for him when he's denying everything. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> um, but I, I think in just terms of character, I have to go Emily here. Um, yeah, yeah. Just in terms of character, but I do love the President Siebert scene, especially towards the end. Um, Priya, this one's going to be a tough one because you're here Priya and you automatically want to go with the other person because I, I don't know about y'all, but I cannot stand Priya. I don't like her. No. But she's going up against Amy's mom. Wait, wait, wait. Is, is Priya... Raj's is sister. Raj's sister? Raj's y'all don't like Priya? No, I cannot stand her. Hate her to death. Cannot stand her. Alright, y'all. All right. <laughs> and I think part of that stems from it's in that mist of like Leonard should be with Penny and it's like in that like middle of that and so I think the disdain is just purely like I 
I don't like the fact that Priya's keeping Leonard and Penny from being together. I think it's more where my disdain comes from. Well, I don't think she's a bad person or anything. I'm well, I'm gonna be honest here. I I just like that she's pretty and has that accent. So So, (laughs) Brian's got personal bias. (laughs) (laughs) Brain, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm uh, I'm putting I'm putting through I'm putting Priya over fucking Amy's mom for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean still so am, so am I. I mean I'm putting Priya through <laughs> Amy's mom. First off, you show some respect to Kathy Bates, all right? Uh but, anything against the actor. The actor does a very phenomenal job of delivering the sort of character that she's supposed to but be. Amy's mom is such a terrible human being. Yes. Um I have to go with Priya on this one, but I don't like Priya. But in terms of this one, I think I have to go Priya for this round because she's up against Amy's mom who is just not is just like I don't even know how to describe her um, but it's just not good um, but yeah my, my thing with Priya is just I think just like that aspect of like she came in at a time when Leonard and Penny are kind of going through that and I it, it bothers me but I'm putting through Priya because Amy's mom's a train wreck <laughs> um Arthur Jeffries, which is Professor Proton. Yes. Um, versus Amy's dad. I'm going to Arthur Jeffries. Yes. Um, I find the scenes where, especially after he passes away and he visits Sheldon in the dreams. Yeah, he's like Obi-Wan for him. Yeah, I find those scenes absolutely. Like, his just like old man sarcasm and attitude is hilarious every time. Like, it absolutely kills me. Or when Sheldon just starts going off the rails, even like the fake, the fake version of him is just like, oh, Jesus, hell. Yeah, like it's like it's it's Sheldon's conscious. It's not even actually Arthur Jeffries. And he's he's already like it's Sheldon being done with Sheldon. (laughs) I have to to say, though, out of respect for Amy's dad. They casted that so perfectly. Oh, so well. And he's and he is fantastic in the few scenes that he is in. Um, but I just think like in, in terms of total character, Arthur Jeffries is better. But Amy's dad is so well done for the little bit that he's in the show. I agree. It is it is a phenomenal casting for that part. We've got uh Howard's mom. Ah. Rip. Um Versus Alex, which is the intern that that ends up having the crush on Leonard, um, that she's working for Sheldon, but she has the crush on Leonard. She's just um, so I- iconic. Uh, it's got to be Howard's mom, yeah. I mean, it's got to be Howard's mom. I mean, a character that I think, if if not for the actress unfortunately passing away, um, I think would have been, you know, obviously, I think she would have stayed on the show forever. And it would have been interesting to see what aspects changed because I think that would have changed certain dynamics of the show if she wouldn't have passed away. And unfortunately she did in the middle of it. They had to go through that. I thought the way they did it was beautifully done. Um, I love those episodes surrounding her death and how Howard deals with it. Um, they, they put a photo of, of that actor on the fridge in Sheldon and Leonard's apartment later. Oh, uh, I don't think I've ever noticed that. 
it's it's really difficult to see like in most camera angles you you can't really see it but it's uh-huh. there and it's just kind of like an homage right and i i know that they've they've always spoken very highly of her um they all really liked her as a as yeah. a, a co-worker and, the, worker and everything. They, like going along with with what you were saying about how they did it so well i mean she was she was dead for a while before they I, like announced her character dead and they 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 talk about how like the the creators of the show talk about how they thought it was important to just kind of have that delay for a while yes you don't want to do it immediately you don't want to have the next episode address it because it's fresh in everybody's minds and i'm sure while howard was going through obviously the the loss of his mom i think that for those those actors they were going through the loss of a coworker. And so Absolutely. you don't want to have to put them through that immediately either, where they're dealing with it both in their personal lives and having to deal with it on the show. So I absolutely understand uh, the delay um, there. For the next one, we've got Bernadette's dad um, versus Denise. Um, and this is a tough one for me because I love is, Bernadette's dad. My mind is blank with Denise. I'm trying to think. A Storch girlfriend at the end. Okay, never mind. Yeah, we talked about her already. Try to keep up. Um, I like that actress. She's funny. As yeah, well. I think I'm going to go Denise because I like that character more. Yeah. Like, I yeah. think it would have been cool to see Denise in more seasons. I, I think for I think for me, it's going back to the question of like, who would, who do I want to see more of? And the yeah. answer is Denise. Right. And Denise obviously becomes that. But I do I do love Bernadette's dad's this, the episodes that he's in. Like I love the episode another great where, casting. He does yes. it very well. I love the episode where they're at their house. It's, it's all Bobby, watching. right? Who? It is Bernard. It's Bernadette's dad, isn't it? Bobby from Supernatural. No, no, no. It oh, is not. Man. It is not. Um, Robert Singer, I think, is his name. No. Well, Robert Singer. Okay, no. No, that's not. No, it is not Bobby from Superman. Yeah, I can't think of the dad then. I, I'm really, really. I don't know what's. Um, I can't know that I can name him from anything else, but, but no, it is not. It's not Bobby from Supernatural. Um. Oh no! Okay, I know who we're the scene about. where they're watching like like Howard's trying to bond with him, and they come over to watch football, and Sheldon is able to sit there and talk to him about football. That's and my drink all the beers for him is just one of my favorite episodes of the entire show yeah that's that's my favorite moment of that character as well yeah like that it just stands out to me it's it's just so well done it's like it's it's kind of like it's one of those scenes where it's just like i know that i'm supposed to and at least in some capacity feel sorry for howard right now but i feel i i'm actually just happy happier that like sheldon's having this sort of bonding moment even if it's yeah. not like completely dedicated to it i feel like there's still something there where you know it like it was something that though it, though he was forced into it it was something that he shared with his dad yeah and i uh, yeah i'm with you i just i love that scene um missy versus claire there's more hesitation here than i expected I know we just talked about Missy and I'm still like, I'm having the I, same moment that Anthony I'm gonna did. I'm going to go with Claire. Claire? Yeah. I, I, I really wasn't a big fan of Missy. I'm, I'm, I'm picking Missy. Please, please tell me who Missy is. I'm, I'm dying. Sheldon's here. sister. 
Oh my God! No, you gotta go with Missy. Thank I'm you. I'm not a I'm not a big fan Thank of Missy. You. Thank just, you, I Brian. I was like, how are we? I'm, I was like, I really honestly thought Missy was gonna go through with ease. Well, I did not I, expect that kind of turmoil in my life. <coughs> I got you, Claire. Sympathy vote. Well, whatever. You it didn't sympathy vote her through. Um, <laughs> Raj's dad, who yes. I do think brings a good amount of comedy when he's in the scene. I do thoroughly enjoy when he's on screen. Uh, he's at, technically on two screens, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then Dave Gibbs, which is the British guy Amy dates, that's absolutely infatuated with Sheldon. Okay, I I, I know we keep saying this, but the the casting of of Dave Gibbs was oh fantastic. absolutely brilliant. Yeah absolutely perfect i mean just yeah. fantastic and the character cracks me up every second that he's there like oh my god the character is just wonderful <laughs> with oh, that just, said raj's dad <laughs> yeah i'm putting raj's dad through here but i just like the brief times that he's on screen he's cracking me up with just like the absolute obsession with sheldon and I love how well he takes it when Sheldon shows up at Amy's door. Yes, because he's there together. at the proposal, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and he's just yeah. like, like, yo, he 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 loves you. Just just accept just it. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> like he's so obsessed with Sheldon. He's fine. If he would have lost her to anybody else, I think he would have been crushed. But losing her to Sheldon was fine. <laughs> we're just like, yeah, totally understand. I yeah. would I would accept the proposal too. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> with, um, I do want to say, though, also in praise of, of Raj's dad, I especially love him in, like, the last couple of seasons. Yeah, Like, especially the, the – I think it's the very last time we see him <laughs> that he tells Raj, you're you're a, a good man with a good heart. It's like, you should – you deserve happiness. Quit being yeah. so down on yourself. <laughs> he becomes a little bit more prominent, I think, after him and Raj's mom obviously split up. And I don't think we see her as much or at, at all, but we see yeah. the dad a little bit more. And the dad does a really good job with the scenes that he's in, both heartfelt and humorous. Um, Stuart versus Leslie. Stuart. Yeah. Yeah, Stuart. Yeah, no arguments there. Um, Zach versus George. Zach. Yeah, I think I got to go Zach here. I love George, but Zach to me, just like, I would have been fine if Zach was like, a much more recurring character. Like if he would have been in more than like one episode a season, I would have yeah. been perfectly content with Zach being on the show more frequently. I understand why he wasn't, but like, I would have been fine with it. I do love George though, but I, I don't think it would have made sense to have George be in the show more. Uh, Barry versus Miss Davis. Miss Davis. I think I want to go Barry for me. It's so tough. <clears throat> I mean, like, if I don't put Barry through, is it a hate crime because of his speech impediment? I, I, I think that's why. Like, it's just it's an iconic. Well, Miss Davis is a woman of color. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. I'm screwed either way. Yes. <laughs> I, so either hate, heart. <laughs> I either hate so people. <laughs> I either hate people with speech impediments or I'm racist. There's no in between here. It's black and white. It's no gray area. 
Um, but I don't want to be racist. So I Thank guess- you for tuning in to our last episode. <laughs> I don't think we can be canceled. I don't think we're popular enough for that yet. <laughs> I don't think we can get canceled. I don't think we have. I don't think we have enough to be canceled. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess Mustafa. Like I feel like I got my fair share of Barry. So if I'm going to like who I wanted to see more, it would be Miss Davis. Um, because I feel like I got I got plenty of Barry throughout the show. Um, Bert versus Mary Cooper. Oh fuck! <laughs> I'm gonna go with Mary. I I, I, I want to go with Mary. I absolutely love her, but God, like I feel like Bert should. Go. I, was, and I, I, I was gonna go with Bert, but I'm not. I'm not mad at Mary. Yeah, this is you know, and and that's where the tough part is here. Is like I like most of what I when I put this together, it's mostly random. Like I try to seed it a little bit, but like especially for like second round. We're gonna get it. It gets tough on on who to put through. Uh, Will Wheaton versus Emily. Will Wheaton. Yeah, Will Wheaton. Right? Like we're not like I mean I, I like Emily, and obviously I said I wish she was the one that if he was gonna end up with somebody it would be Emily, but Will Wheaton for sure. Um, Priya versus Professor Proton. Professor Proton. Professor Proton. Uh, drop okay drop the accent, Brian. I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> drop the accent. <laughs> <laughs> like, drop, like, think purely as a character, Brian. All right. <laughs> um, Howard's mom versus Denise. Hmm. Howard's mom. Yeah, she's too iconic for me not to put her through. She really should have been with the core seven that I left off of this. She's. I mean, when she was a, when when she was around, I mean, she almost was in it just as much as the core seven was. Remember when Bernadette yelled at her? Yes, they sounded very. They sounded exactly <laughs> the same. If I, I and they they didn't out of respect, and I'm perfectly content with that decision. But they literally could have not killed her off and just had Bernadette do the voice. Um, and it, it really it really is like shocking how well that how well the Bernadette actress was able to impersonate yeah like that it, it's 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 like uncanny like how did they there's no way they planned that no there's no way it just it just happened to work out that way and like i said they definitely could have just kept the mom alive with that but i understand the out of respect aspect of not doing that um which i think was the right call but like they definitely could have if they wanted to they sounded exactly the same uh missy versus raj's dad Raj's dad. Yeah, I think he brings more to the table. Uh, Character-wise, Missy's easier on the eyes. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Did not care for how I Raj's dad really not, not that Raj's dad is, is unattractive. But yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's just not attractive for me. Yeah. <laughs> but I can see where a woman would find Raj's dad attractive. Yeah, where? I don't know. An older woman with some sense. Yeah, I don't think like a twenty-year-old is doing sense. it. Yeah, <laughs> Brian is money probably. Um, Stuart versus Zach. Uh, Stuart. Yeah, I love me some Zach, but he, he loses here. Um, Miss Davis versus Mary Cooper. Mary Cooper. Mary Cooper could have also probably have been part of. The ones we didn't need to add for side because she's so big. Yeah, but like if I'd done that, I wouldn't have been able to add Beverly. 
I think I think I am gonna have to go with Mary Cooper. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. Will Wheaton versus Professor Proton. Professor Proton. Well, Will Wheaton becomes Professor Proton. Okay, Will Wheaton versus Arthur Jeffries. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. Ah, <laughs> uh, they're very different characters. Ironically, yeah. Um, I I I feel like my gut's pointing me in the direction of Will Wheaton, but it really okay. could go either way. If you choose Will, then I then I was gonna choose Will. So you're like the tiebreaker here. Like what? Like do you want Will or do you want Arthur? Because I would go. Will. I, I I'm going Will. Okay. Um, tough one there for sure because I I do love Arthur Jeffries. Um, Howard's mom versus Raj's dad. Howard's mom. Yep. I think she, yeah, I think she's more important to the show. So we've got Stuart versus Mary Cooper. Stuart. Yeah. Yeah, Stuart. Mary Cooper had a long run. She did. Will Wheaton versus Howard's mom. Will Wheaton, right? Yes. Yeah. And then so we've got Stuart versus Will Wheaton. That is awesome. I, I don't think we even have to. Can we just do one A, one B? I mean, I and I, and I think I know we got to choose a winner just because I think it's fair to what we've been doing here. But I think this is like where I assume this would go. Like those are two characters that could have ended up as main characters if the show went longer. Like they yeah. were two that very much could have been much more prominent members of the cast if if they wanted to be would be Stort and Will, um, and it would have made sense for them to be. We see it a little bit with Stuart. It would have made sense. More. Whereas, like, I love Mary Cooper, but it doesn't make sense for her to be a re- like a much more recurring character. She lives in a different state. Yeah. yeah. It here's makes the, more sense. Here's the thing that I'm struggling with right now is that we could, if we went with the question of who do we think is the better character, I would go with Will Wheaton. If we went with the question of who do I want to see more, it would, I would, it would be Stuart. And it's primarily because... I want to see more of Stewart's development. Like the, he was really developing as a character at the end of the show yeah. um, and where he was going. But like, I go back to the point that I made earlier about how I, I hate what they did with him in between of when they introduced him. And at the end of the show, Will Wheaton had more character development throughout the show. And I, and so I, that that's, that's the, the dilemma that I'm struggling with right now. I think I'm gonna go Stuart. Um, because I, 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 I guess maybe because I viewed him more as a main character towards the end. Um Stuart would get my vote, but I'm with Anthony. Like I think this was the two clear front runners of this tournament. Yeah. Um, even though Anthony tried to vote out Will Wheaton. I just want to point that out. He said this is a one A one scenario, but he tried to point, vote out Will Wheaton. I did try to vote out Will Wheaton, but at this point with Stuart and with everything that Brian was saying of, you know what, who I want to see better character development, like between these two, just right here, Eric, don't try to do that to me. Just between these two right here, I can't vote. Just point them. it out, buddy. Um, honorable mention to character I did not put on here who only appears once, but is mentioned multiple times and shares a special place in all of our hearts is Meemaw. Wait, 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 wait. What about Sheldon Cooper's first roommate? Tam? 
or or Glenn. No. Um, Glenn. Glenn, yeah. Yeah. Um, not his name. I cannot think I'm, of his I'm name. I'm glad we life. all recognize him as Glenn. <laughs> I know his name, but I cannot think of him for the life of me right now. His um, name is Glenn, and that's how his name is Glenn. <laughs> like that episode was really, really good. Especially it was. how they talked about the elevator. That and I do love that it's Glenn. Like I, I that that's phenomenal as well. Um, I assume I, I think the 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 that Sheldon and Leonard um watched The Walking Dead, and I ever wonder if Sheldon thinks about the fact that his roommate was on there. Um, with the same hat, with the same hat. Yeah, with the same hat. Um, Tam is a good honorable mention. You know, Tam served a good purpose there at the end of the show. Um, but Meemaw, Meemaw has to be mentioned. Um, I thought about putting her on, but I did not think she would make it more than twenty seconds of conversation. Um, but I love that she comes in and like hates Amy right off the bat. Um, just like without missing a beat, just cannot stand Amy. Um, anything else you all want to talk about with the show before we wrap this up and call it a night on big bang theory, any more positives, negatives in betweens. Um, some of the, there are some characters that show up only once that I wonder like what, what happened to them or what could have been. And the main one that I'm thinking of is during the time when Sheldon and Amy are broken up and Howard and Raj like do that scavenger hunt thing and a woman actually shows up. Yes, that Sheldon turns away. She's very attractive, obviously very smart. And he turns away because she was like 30 seconds late to the scavenger hunt. Yeah. Um, Do you guys remember when Sheldon was actually attracted to Penny for one second in the show? No, you're not thinking of the episode when they do that psychology thing, do you? No, no, no. It is. I think it's. It could be the first or second episode where uh, she goes in and she starts seeing the boards, and she's like, "Oh, Leonard, is this yours?" And Sheldon's like so impressed with her, like noticing something so awesome that he goes to it. He poses right next to it where she could look at him. He's oh like, oh. yeah. Um, I do notice like little um. You know, like, especially I love, like, when you watch the first episode of any show, Big Bang Theory, it's the same, where they're at the, the sperm bank, and Sheldon says that he doesn't know if he can do it, and Leonard says something along the lines of, like, you're, you're a self-taught pro or something along those lines, and it's obvious that they hadn't fleshed out what they were going to do with the characters yet, because as we grow to learn about Sheldon, he doesn't have that urge at all. No. That's not something like, – he has no interest in that at all, and so obviously the difference – there in the first episode they weren't sure when he spanks amy (laughs) oh my gosh and she's sitting there and she's like she's like you want to spank me and he goes yeah it's like the only discipline that i can think of (laughs) and she's like okay (laughs) um but it's just like seeing that they haven't quite fleshed out the characters yet um and how they're gonna be with a line like that that's funny and humorous but clearly doesn't fit the character as you go later on into the series I still remember that episode where she's like, what do you guys do for fun around here? Well, we masturbated for money. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I had a great show. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed every time. We will be back in two weeks with a, I believe, Transformers-themed episode. Um, we will come dressed up and video it. I'm just kidding. We will not. Um but we will talk about the Transformers movies. I am not interested in watching an entire cartoon show 
um, between now and then. But we will talk about the Transformers movies. All how many are there? Seven. All seven of them. Um, well, plenty. We're good. Um, but yeah, our next episode will be Transformers themed in two weeks. Autobots roll out. <laughs>